0: Hey everyone, this is Jody Vesley again here with the Heartway Podcast. And today we are kind of continuing um, from last week when we did uh, the interview with my wife Gabby and heard her story with her testimony and her call into missions and then some high points and, and vital points of her Christian walk after that. Well, today um, we're going to address kind of what God's been doing and how God's been working and leading in her life um, and and how that all plays into the Heartway ministry where we minister to uh, ministers and their families and so um, I'm just going to go over to Gabby this time and just kind of tell her where, where she at in this journey of uh, go ahead and start from when you started school, why you started school, uh, going back to university and uh, and then kind of just give us everything since then.
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean way back I started in, when I was in high school. <laughs> so I um, went to a community college for a couple of years uh, at the end of my high school, and then right after I graduated. And um, I enjoyed those years, I enjoyed studying, but there was just really no clear path for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And um, at that point, it just didn't seem like a wise decision to put a lot of money into something that I just wasn't sure on. Um, so I took a break from university or from college um, for a few years, (laughs) for a few years, I graduated in 2006 and so in um, 2019 uh, I was um, really helping a lot with uh, our English ministries in Russia. Um, The kids had finally gotten old enough and our our facility moved right across the hall so I could put our kids to bed and I could walk across the hall and go to our, um, our ministry apartment and I could spend the evening helping, um, do the English ministry. So basically, um, we'd watch like a short clip of a show or a movie, and then we would go into rooms and we'd discuss, um, we'd split up into groups and, you know, I would have a group and we'd sit and discuss things. Um, and, uh, so some of the things that came up were just really deep things, um, so there was a lot of suicide um, talks. There's lots of drug addictions, prostitution, um, a lot of depression, hopelessness, just a lot of um, really deep, hard mental um, health issues. And the more I talked to these um, people, the more I realized that there it was not really a good place for them to go. There was really not a lot of help for them in Russia, there are, there are some places in Russia, it's just not as up-to-date um, or as plentiful as there are in America. So there's not counselors all, everywhere, there's not psychologists and psychiatrists everywhere. Um, and just the idea of mental health, um, is still just kind of a foreign or a taboo subject. And so uh, after hearing all these stories, I just really did not feel equipped to um, help in a way that I wanted to help. And so I decided that I was going to go back to university and finish a degree that would allow me to have a little bit more knowledge on how to deal with these types of issues. So um, Jody helped me figure out which university to go to um, by looking up the best uh, college that was affordable mental health type things, that was all online because I was still in Russia mm-hmm. at this time.
0: Best, best value.
1: Best value, yeah. Uh,
0: online programs. And so the University of Maine at Augusta was like right towards the top of the list uh, for the value. And so you started checking it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it looked like it was gonna be a good fit. So I applied and I got accepted. And so um, actually began a degree in health and human services And then after the first um, semester, I took a sociology class. And I was hooked. It was uh, so interesting to see how the uh, world worked together and how um, to study how people thought and how society thought thinks. Um, It was just very interesting to me. So um, I finished, I continued my degree. Um, I I did a degree in social science. with uh, SO you can social science incorporates a lot of uh, several different uh, fields i mainly studied communications and psychology and so um, i had wonderful professors it allowed me to do um, so at the end of the degree um, which i finished in may of this year uh, you have to do a capstone project And so the university was, my teachers were really adamant about doing a project that was going to help you in your profession or whatever you were going to do after you graduated from college. And so um, I did my capstone project on disaster or emergency management uh, in American churches. And I specifically studied uh, ABA churches uh, because that's what I have the most knowledge in And actually, the ABA churches um, give a pretty good field of study because although we have um, certain things that we definitely all believe the same, we have the freedom to do our churches however we like. So, for example, our church in Russia, we met on Saturday evenings. So there's no rule in the ABA saying that you have to meet in a church building on a Sunday morning at this time. So that freedom um, allows for a pretty good study group. So um, I wrote this paper, and it's actually in the process of getting published, It's hopefully will be published in an academic, a peer-reviewed academic journal in September is the editor's plan. So I'm really excited about that. So um, as I was finishing my degree, my bachelor's degree, the last semester, one of my professors um, got in contact with me and she told me they have a brand new master's program that they were beginning. It's the first one in the country, and it's uh, it's called Trauma-Informed Emergency Management. So this is like really helpful for people in like maybe um, public safety type positions, so like a police officer, uh, people that work in school districts. Um, so, uh, I-, I mean, emergency management, FEMA. Um, but she was very interested in me being a part of the program, because pastors and missionaries actually um, work in emergency management too, quite often, they're, um, they're a lot of times on the very forefront of emergency management, and there's not very many pastors and missionaries that are part of programs like this, although it would be super beneficial for um, just the whole uh, community and society, so um, she was excited about me being a part of this program if I was willing. So I looked into it, and I prayed about it, and I felt like, yeah, this is probably something that God is leading me to do. So I told her yes, and she got some paperwork done really quick, and I turned in an application. They accepted me into grad school pretty much the same day they wrote me in as soon as I said yes. And so um, then comes the finances, right? Because nothing is free in this world, and um, we, Jody and I, have always felt that we shouldn't go into debt for Um, education Uh, basically because we're missionaries and we know that we can never pay that back we don't make you know we don't do schooling to make money so we never want to put ourselves in a position where um, we have this education and now we have to work to pay it off and that would that would help direct our uh, ministry path. that's not where how we want to do ministry so um, we were I so at the end of May, I got accepted and um, I found out how much it was going to cost. And I began praying and I told God that if this is um, if this is Your will, Lord, I believe that You are going to give me a way to pay for the university. And you know I'm going to just trust in that. And if there's a way come the fall, then I will take my classes. And if there's not a way come the fall, then I'll know that. This is just not where I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing at this point in life. And so um, I really didn't pursue anything after that. I just let it be. So um, life went on and in, when at the national meeting, I met with Joel Dillahunty. Uh, the national ABA. The ABA meeting, yeah. Uh, that was in Florida. Um, me and Joel Dillahunty got together and we were talking about trauma and about um, just the different effects that trauma can have on people, and we're just talking about how um, how sad. Actually, we are kind of sad because uh, trauma has been affecting people for so long, and we haven't, we've never really realized it. Um, and so um, we decided that I was going to help uh, Pathway Resources, which is um, uh, Joel's Pregnancy Help Center. His um, thing is called, it's called Pathway Resources. I was going to help develop some workshops and some um, resources for his uh, ministry to deal with trauma for not only the girls that are coming in to use a Pregnancy Help Center, but also for the volunteers that are happy to help these girls. Um, Because Joel could see how much hurt there was and he just, you know, he just has this huge heart and he just wanted to help somehow. So, So I I started meeting, I met with Joel and we decided that we were going to do this and not long after that my professor that had wanted me to be in the program messaged me and wanted me to come to the meet and greet of all of the group of professors and board members and future students that were going to be in this master's program. And I told her, I would love to come to this, um, but I just want you to know that I don't have the funds to pay for university this semester, so I'm not going to be able to take classes. And uh, she was, she messaged me back and she was like, oh, I did not realize that funds were an issue for you. For you. It was a make or break deal for you. And so um, she's like, let's Zoom, let's have a meeting uh, next week. So I, I did my meeting with her and the first thing that she told me was, She too felt called to missions when she first began university, so she very much felt what I felt about not wanting to go into debt. So she said I spoke to her heart when I said that, and so she told me that she had wrote and had received a grant that was going to pay for, she said she has three students that she can pay for one class a semester of grad school. And in return, these students will develop resources for the university um, that will be specifically trauma related. Uh, and so, I was like, "Oh, sure, I would love. I mean, that sounds wonderful." And um, so, I was like, "I'm already working on a project. Do you think uh, can I share with you and see if this is something that you're looking for?" And so, I shared about my project with Joel Dillahunty and um, Pathway Resources, and she was like yes that's exactly what we're looking for Um, these are the resources that we are looking for and so she's like you can definitely do this project as part of the grant uh, as part of the project to get um, this grant money to do your class so um, as of two days ago i officially got the email saying that i was uh, approved for this this money and that my course will be covered and so this coming semester i'll be working um, doing a case study on pathway resources in the We Are Washington building that um, that Joel Delahunty's ministry is located in. And then next semester, um, where I'm planning on um, using, doing workshops in the actual facility with the volunteers um, that go over what trauma is and how it's affecting them and how it's affecting the people the people that they're working with and what they can do about it, so. It's been really awesome to see how God has just provided everything that that I need
0: yeah that's that's great Gabby um, I'm glad that it's working out like this uh, there were some moments where we thought well you know we've gone this far but what's next and so <clears throat> you know some people may be wondering because uh, you know we do member care uh, so how does a or did your degree in social services prep you to do member care? I know it helped you to figure out how to get into this next step of education, but specifically for member care and care for pastors and missionaries and their families. How do you think it it helped? It prepped you to help in those areas?
1: Yeah, um, so social science basically it is a degree that is research based i mean that's what a social scientist does is they research and research and research and um so how has that helped in and member care is it's wonderful that i can you know if somebody comes and presents me a problem an issue that they're having um i'm not uh, it's t- this degree has taught me that uh, opinions are not really that important right our opinions even when you are preaching from the pulpit or you're teaching in your sunday school class your opinions are nice but they're not really all that important what's important is is what is is true so for us the bible is true that is important to us Um, that's that's what we base our truth on and what we should base our lessons on and our sermons on so as a, as a social science person, um, if you present a problem to me, so let's say that um, we can do, you know, let's say that your child is not sleeping through the night. Um, I can take that information that you give me about your child when you're sleeping, and I can efficiently research, see what other people have um, learned about this and then I can come up with a way to implement this into your life um, to see how to see if it works for you Um, so this isn't just you know reading a few articles online this is would be like going into like the scholarly articles to find out you know what what has truly been worked with and proven and studied and um, then being able to apply these things into people's lives so
0: And so, um, that helps in in counseling and coaching, too. Um, For sure, yeah. And so, like, you can, I mean, you can study counseling directly, uh, and you can learn certain techniques, but we do a biblical form of counseling, and it's based on scripture. And so, really, one of the hardest things about counseling is knowing. Um what questions to ask at the right time and what to do with that information? And really, that's that's practice, that's personal study, that's um, just going through that stuff. but social science goes along with this because it just provides a whole nother uh, realm of prepping for the counseling or coaching session. Yeah, for
1: sure. I mean, there's whole, I mean, whole classes that you have to take on, you know, writing correct surveys or lo- knowing how to interview people. And, and all that stuff definitely comes into play when you're doing counseling because basically that is what you're doing. You need to get to know, if you're going to get to the heart of an issue. You do have to know which questions to ask and which things to listen to that maybe the person's not coming straight out and saying, but they're, you know, you can tell in, in body language or Words that they're using, where you should maybe ask some more questions and to to clarify. And so, yeah, it's definitely good um, good things to know.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, um, with the trauma-informed uh, master's degree that you're doing, mm-hmm. um, how would you say that will play into member care? I mean. We know it's already helping with Joel and his ministry uh, and the people serving through his ministry Uh, but outside of that realm which we've we've talked about what are some other ways uh, that you might be able to use this degree to help um, in areas of member care for pastors and missionaries and their families that maybe without this degree you We just wouldn't be that equipped to to help these people through.
1: Yeah. So you know, this is funny because this is some uh, this is a question that I asked um, I asked my professor before I was going to join this program because I told her I wanted something applicable to be able to use in the ministry that that we're called to do. And um, so basically. This degree program is going to um, give me the knowledge and the skills to be able to help the first, the, to help people that are, are the front lines of trauma. So, so pastors and missionaries go see trauma all the time. I mean, a lot of them have gone through trauma themselves, but they definitely see trauma. Um, their members come in and... You know, they their members have gone through trauma, and then these pastors are vicariously going through trauma through these members. And so, um, what this degree will be able to help me do is, uh, you know, there's effects of this on pastors, and we don't really like to talk about it that much, uh, mostly because we don't really, um, I think, mostly because we just don't really have a solution for it, but. A pastor having to hear every, you know, all the time about sexual assaults or about suicide attempts or having to go to funeral after funeral during COVID or, um, you know, all these things eventually wear a pastor out. And a lot of times we call them burnout or, you know, we see a lot of people just leave the ministry totally. Um, and a lot of this stuff is, is I mean, they've just never really had a chance to, kind of come off of this just trauma after trauma, high stressful situation after high stressful situation. So what this degree is gonna help me do is be able to offer um, skills and stuff for pastors to be able to understand what trauma is and then um, how it's actually affecting them as pastors and missionaries. And then um, what can they do about that? What are some different things that they can do to help decrease their stress and decrease the effects that trauma is having um, on their personally, on their church, on their, in their ministries. So um, basically this is going to be a degree to help people that are um, helping people with trauma.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really useful. Um, so it's kind of like a, per, a burnout preventative and burnout is just a super common issue. Uh, it's definitely taken a lot of guys I know out of ministry or is this really uh, led to maybe marital issues, um, family issues, uh, separations in that. Um, And we, you know, call it what you want, but it's some form of burnout. And so uh, you're kind of, you know, through this degree, figuring out ways to maybe help prevent burnout. Cause really, really what, I mean, that's just one thing I'm thinking of. Uh, would you say that's right?
1: I think that that will, it could definitely be used in that way. Uh, and I mean, there's not a guarantee to, to stop all burnout cause not all burnout is from trauma, mm-hmm. but I do think that trauma plays a part in burnout. So I think that this would be able to help in that part for sure.
0: Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I'm just thinking if Someone went through a traumatic event, and or multiple little traumatic events, um, and they just decided, well, you know, I haven't had a sabbatical, uh, so I'm going to take a month or a three-month sabbatical, and they and they get this time of rest uh, that that is beneficial and that can help, but unless the trauma has been dealt with, uh, and. The person recognizes the trauma and the effect it's having really it's just more like a band-aid rather than um, helping them on a longer-term basis would you say that
1: yeah yeah I mean there's definitely um, I like the idea that we're on a trajectory like you're going on a straight line so like say you did have trauma in your life going in this this one direction right and you're pretty you're going pretty steadily in that direction there's gonna have to be something pretty forceful to knock you off of that direction for you to change so just taking a sabbatical is not going to be a hard enough thing like there's no change there's nothing that will invoke change in your life that's just kind of putting it off I, mean, I think sabbaticals are a good idea I think they mm-hmm. are necessary but yeah um, they they have to be done wisely, I think. But I mean, on top of that, there's, you know, even if maybe a pastor hasn't gone through trauma himself, but like I said, if he just has, I mean, and there are pastors and missionaries that do go through trauma themselves, but even the ones that haven't gone through trauma themselves, the ones that are just having to deal with everybody else's trauma. And a lot of times pastors feel this on a, a deep level and then they don't even know how to help this person specifically. Which just adds to the, the burden on the pastor. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you know, hurt, hurting with your members, you know, there's some really dark things that happen in this world. Yeah. And like that can make you just hurt for somebody. And those things are really hard to get off your mind. They're really hard to move past. And eventually these kind of things um, can start affecting your mood and your mental health and even your physical health. So um, knowing how to, um, knowing how to not l- allow these things to affect you in a way that you're not um, at your best is, um, is important.
0: Yeah, and a lot of that just, you know, comes with understanding and making sure uh, you're doing the right things uh, pre-trauma, during the trauma and post-trauma. And, you know, Gabby, I'm sure, will eventually provide those kind of resources and helps down the road. And especially through counseling, uh, we can uh, guide uh, guide you through those things or, or through coaching or through debriefing. Any of those things uh, we're here to help with. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about what God has uh, led you to, what he's doing to give you this opportunity Um to, to continue with your education and to get uh, better equipped in our in our ministry to to serve uh, ministers and their families, and so uh, one of the things you know that Gabby touched on is we weren't going to go into debt to get this degree. Um, you know, the further you go in education, the more expensive it gets, and the less opportunities there are for grants and, and financial aid outside of loans. And so I know um, a, lot, a lot of you listening, maybe you have student loans or uh, you're in the middle of education and you're, and you're getting loans to get that education. And I don't, I don't wanna say that you know, you know, you're doing anything wrong. I'm just saying that we decided to go this route um, because we knew we, we had no reasonable way to repay these loans Um, there was there was nothing we could see that in the long term would provide enough to be able to repay these loans and so we didn't want to get into uh, lifelong student debt or anything like that Uh, so i just want to encourage anyone out there who's listening to this who's maybe thinking about going into university, returning for more education, anything like that, uh, and you think, well, the only way this is gonna happen is if I get these student loans, I want to just you know, encourage you to think long and hard about that, uh, pause, pray, seek wisdom, seek counsel, um, financially plan, uh, because you don't want to get yourself in a situation where you get a degree for a career that's not going to really reasonably be able to pay for those student loans. And so those are things that are, that are just good to think through. And then, and then start praying. Uh, pray that God might provide some way, uh, some ability. Um, you may not get done with university as quickly as you would like. Uh, you may not be able to go as soon as you would like. Uh, but just think through the financial aspect of that. God's yeah. provided for our ministry. God's provided for our education. Uh, when when things seem like they're going uh, in in a, in a downward spiral financially, and we think, "Oh no, we're you know there's this how is this going to work out?" God always provides some way, some way to, to allow us to keep following His calling and still provide for us.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do think that, um, just to add on to that, you know, if I would have pursued a master's in something else, you know, the, the grant probably wouldn't have been there for that. Um, I believe that God is using this as a way to direct my path to what I'm supposed to be doing. And on that, I'm only getting to take one one class a semester because that's what the grant is allowing right now. And so, um, I mean, it is a choice. It's going to take me a little longer to finish the degree. Um, But I have peace with that. This is how God wants me to finish the degree. He wants me to have time to continue doing all the ministries and homeschooling our children and enjoying school. I actually really enjoy school. I enjoy putting a lot of effort into school and doing really well in it. And he's just allowing me to do that um, while providing a way to pay for it. So
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean this is a, a really good story and I think uh, people out there listening could, could benefit from knowing about these things and being encouraged by seeing God work, you know, if you just stick stick with his calling, stick with his plan God God provides and open doors we could never imagine. And so, um, don't ever Think too little of God. God, God can do things way beyond what we could ever orchestrate. And so, uh, don't give up. Uh, just keep seeking God, and and He'll provide. You just got to be uh, observant and willing, and just have that that faith and use that wisdom from the Bible that uh, we can we can glean on. And so, uh, any anything else that you want to add? Um, to this podcast episode today before we close out Gabby
1: yeah, I mean I would like to so during the bachelor, during my bachelor's degree there were a few churches that gave um, some funds so that I could finish my university and that meant a, a, um, a lot to me I know Wetumpka in Alabama they knew home they gave me um, I think thousand dollars or so at the end of my my semester to help me pay for the final the final push, and it just means a lot—not just for the financial thing, but the support that that shows the support that that um, is is showing me that it's uh, that they cared about me, my education also, and so I'm just really thankful that the churches that our churches have always been um, helpful in this also
0: yeah that, that's really good yeah we weren't we weren't seeking money from churches for the for this education um but uh you know god just laid it on this church to uh, church's heart to ask what personal needs we had they wanted to help us with some of our personal needs and you know, that was that was one of them we get it we could have mentioned a lot of different things but that was something that was on our heart and and they and they um uh, it was on their heart, too, and so we're glad uh, God worked it out like that, and we're thankful uh, for New Home and, and anyone else who who helped in that way. And so, uh, you may have heard today during the podcast some of our new puppy, Pip, uh, who, who has been uh, awake and... <laughs> and giving us a hard time uh not not too thrilled about us talking but not paying attention to her she's only about 10 weeks old and so just still learning uh but uh, thanks for bearing with us through this through this podcast i hope it's been encouraging uplifting i hope you've learned something from it and uh maybe you can can take some things away and and know in ways you can reach out to us in the in the future um if if something's on your heart and you know you need help or guidance working through something we're we're here for you and and we'll do it in a confidential manner we don't we we, we counsel and we coach and we do these things but we don't really get a chance to talk about it uh, it's confidential and so um, a lot is going on a lot of good stuff is going on a lot of difficult stuff's going on we just can't talk about it and so um we don't want you know you to to think that we're too busy uh, we're, we're here for you. We have this ministry for you. And so uh, if you need help, don't hesitate to, to reach out. We'll figure out a time uh, that works that we can meet um, usually on Zoom or, or maybe in person. We have that option, too, if you're ever down here. Um, so this has been the uh, Heartway podcast where we seek to help with issues at the source. Until next time.